This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now, your host, Scott Walker. Right now, that time is 8.17, and you're tuned to WGNS. And this morning, we have in-studio guests from Habitat for Humanity. We've got Melissa Cross with us this morning, Dean Holland, and Ken Shook. This morning, we're going to talk about the Habitat for Humanity's Hammer Down, and you have a uh, marathon, then you have a poker run, so a lot happening, and all the funds raised will go to building homes, affordable homes, for local residents. And Melissa, I guess first, start us off by telling us a little bit more about the upcoming event. Yes, good morning, Scott. We are so excited because this is the 15th annual Hammer Down for Habitat Poker Run. It started out as a motorcycle event, and then we added cars, and then we added runners. So a lot of people don't realize that we do have a run with this, and it's a marathon relay run. And the fun thing about that is it's for any level runner. Um, You can be a beginner. You can be advanced. We have one person who runs the whole 26.2 miles. Um, And then we even have some walkers. And it's very casual, so they can um, swap out at any time. Go a mile and then have a teammate come in and do the next mile. Um, And everyone will get a Marathon Relay Run medal, which is a big deal with the runners. And I'll let Ken tell you a little bit more about that. Yeah, so Ken, tell us more about the medal. So the medal is uh, donated, uh, brought to us by Pella Windows and Doors, thanks to Lisa Gilder. And it looks like a uh, poker chip. It's really cool. And along with that, you get a performance tee, which for runners is a big deal. It's not a a cotton shirt that you're just going to get all itchy with. It's going to be something you can use over and over. Um, But what I love about the run, it's about fun and fellowship. It's laughing. It's snacking. It's running. It's walking. It's really a great way to have fellowship with others and to give back to Habitat. And this is our third instance of this. So how many runners do you expect to see? Yeah, so normally we have about eight to ten teams, so we're hoping for ten teams, and that'd be normally of four people, but we will have some individuals as well uh, that will participate. So about 40 or so plus people, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, and we start from May Day, and we go out towards the battlefield, and a lot of people are very very familiar with that area. So it gives us a route that uh, does go on some roads, but it's not as trafficked in the morning. And uh, some loops coming back, some gas stations on the way, a visitor center, some chance to have a pit stop. So it starts at Mayday Brewery, then mm-hmm. wraps up at Mayday, right? Correct. Okay. And hey. they start early. You know, those runners like to start at like 6.30. Yeah, we'll meet at 6.30. Uh, in a big part of what my running group, the Redeem Runners, does, we started during the pandemic when everybody was being shut in and didn't have even a church to go to for a while. So we start with prayer and we start with Mona Silence to uh, just kind of lift up uh, different requests that we have. Hey, and then, Melissa, when does the run, the poker run, take place for cars and motorcycles? So they start around 8.30 8 a.m. registration, 8.30 at the Habitat office, which is where the ReStore is. And they'll start, um, they'll all arrive there. And then they go out on a 100-mile, and I believe it's a little bit over a 100-mile poker run uh, around Middle Tennessee. And there are various stops. And so they pick up a card for their poker hand at each stop. 
So they start with some cards and then they pick up cards. And the runners will also get cards, but we, we give them to them at the end um, so they don't have to carry them. But that's the whole deal with the poker run, and it's a lot of fun. So you end up with a poker hand, your best hand. I think we even have prizes for worst hand. Um, and then we have tons of other prizes also. And, of course, the Habitat for Humanity hammered down for uh, what? Hammered down... It's a mouthful. (laughs) It all takes place Saturday, September 16th, and it's all going to wrap up at Mayday Brewery, and there's going to be, what, a big lunch and event there? A lunch and a band called Whiskey Smoke. They are fantastic. I mean, great fun. And then various, all the cars will be there and the motorcycles, so it's really fun to see all the cars. And the great thing about the cars is we have cars that are antiques. We have new cars. We'll have some from Nissan, who is our our, uh, diamond sponsor. Um, Some of their really cool cars. And... um, yeah, so it's a great it's great fun to even see the cars, have lunch, hear the music. Um, yeah, we'll have a great time. And, and then, as we mentioned, all the funds that are raised go into Habitat for Humanity for building affordable homes for local residents. Kind of give us an idea of what affordable homes means, and how do you actually go about? picking the the person to get the loan for the home. Right. So we have applications open. The next time will be March of 2024. We had 22 families in this year's class. And um, affordable means uh, that they're not paying more than 30% of their monthly income. So our families work, um, but they're low to moderate income. And Right now, they're trying to rent, and of course, rental prices are fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars a month. When they buy their home through Habitat and our low interest mortgage, their mortgage payments will be eight hundred, nine hundred a month. So they're saving money and getting a house that is provides legacy for their family and those prices that's like a mortgage payment in 1999 or so right right (laughs) because today the houses you're building they would normally come with a mortgage payment of probably two thousand or so dollars a month depending on if the person put anything down right so our houses (laughs) actually appraise for two hundred and sixty thousand so um yes if you had to go out and buy a house that would probably be the low of, of what you could find. Um, but building the way we do, we have volunteers. We get a lot of materials from companies. So we can build for a whole lot less than, than other developers and builders can do. And a lot of the homes being built right now in Rutherford County are being built at that new neighborhood that you guys put together, right. Legacy Point. Legacy Point. How many homes are there now and how many do you expect to have once it's all complete? So we have 19 homes now. We're about to have another house dedication. Um, We've just built four houses in our phase two. And eventually it will be 77 homes. So we bought a big piece of property. Um, It was property that some of the other developers didn't want because it's on rock. But we build on slabs, so we don't have to go down. So um, that's the good thing. We got that property for a good price, 
and it will be 77 homes. And for those who are not very familiar with how that loan process works with Habitat for Humanity, the folks who, you know, you pick their application and then once they get approved, they're actually receiving a loan to pay for their own house. They're not right. just given a house. Right. No, they'll they'll be paying for it. It will be a mortgage like we all pay. Um, but they it will be a low interest and we have it such that it will not be more than 30% of their monthly income. So that gives them, you know, money that they can also spend on their family for their, the other needs. And give us an idea of the different people who have gotten these uh, homes in the past. Are they, uh, you know, single head of household homes? What what are we looking at here? So we have all ages and, and um, again, it's low to moderate income. Um, it's, it's 40 to 80% of the area median income. So, um, these people work, they work at some of the big companies that we all need. We need these workers to be, um, in our community and not have to travel real far to, to work there. We've had some that work at Nissan, some that work at Amazon and a lot of the retail stores, um, but they also work at the hospitals and the police department and and the city. Um, they're they're very very valued workers in our community. Do a lot of those who are approved do they have kids? And if so, are we looking at two or three kids? Single mom, single dad. Some are, are single mothers. Um, we have a single father who has uh, four kids triplets and another kid and that's a handful we have um some retired people we have have a couple where she works at the the bakery at walmart and then he's retired he was in concrete work for that you know longest time since he was a a teenager i think you know but they didn't save enough money they couldn't get out of the rut um, they didn't have a big income so um this was perfect for them so we have all ages at Legacy Point and sidewalks so they can all mingle and get to know their neighbors. So it's really a great community. Again, talking about Habitat for Humanity this morning and those who, who get that loan, do they have to put money down with it? And also, I, I know that the homes they're living in, they're, they're built by volunteers and then also a mixture of contractors. And then they also put in some work as well. They do. They put in uh, 300 to 400 hours of sweat equity. And the neat thing, I like to go out to, to the builds and see them because, you know, most of us have not really experienced building a house and seeing what goes into a house. So they can actually see the insulation and why that matters and how that's going to help them with their utility bills, which our houses are very tight and very good um, for utility bills. So um, they really see it and they have their hands in it. And they work with the volunteers, and the volunteers get to meet them. So it's it's really a wonderful experience for them. And then are they putting a down payment on the house? They do they put get? a down payment uh, on it, and we have some funding for to help them with that, but they have to save for a down payment. 
Again, with us this morning, Melissa Cross, and then also Dean Holland and Ken Snook. And we're talking about Habitat for Humanity and also the upcoming Hammer Down for Habitat Poker Run. And uh, tell us more about that poker run and, and what else can we expect to see and do there? Well, we're very excited to have the Stones River AACA, which is the Antique Car Club, um, involved with this this event. They have been for several years. And and. I'll let Dean talk about that a little bit because you think antique cars, but that also is vintage cars. I think they have some Mustangs and some old trucks. And so those cars will be part of it and they'll be on display there at the event. Well, we've got a wide variety of, of different vehicles and this is a great run. It's a, it benefits a great cause. And uh, like Melissa said earlier, uh, there's a good mixture. We have, there's motorcycles there. We have antique cars. Um, we've partnered with Melissa uh, for the last two or three years. Our car club has to help promote this event. And uh, we're just excited to be a part of it. And uh, again, how many or about how many cars do you expect to see? <clears throat> well, I guess the last couple of years we've had 60 or so maybe i think so yeah yeah and then the ultimate goal here this year is to raise about fifty thousand dollars which again goes into habitat and helps to to build these homes that folks are getting approved for right right so we have already raised twenty one thousand dollars in sponsorships um we don't make a whole lot of money on the ticket price and i'll tell you that the prices are thirty five dollars um, and then $25 for the passenger. So somebody can have a car for $35 ticket and then a passenger for $25. Um, but that includes lunch and the band and they get a t-shirt and um, there are tons and tons of prizes. So, and I, I did want to have, um, so Dean is with the Junior Car Club, that, correct? That's right. Yeah. Well, it's, we're, it's a division of the Stones River Car Club. We're all members of the same club, but I do help with the, uh, with the student group. And uh, as you know, we, we reported on the great race. We just came back from that. So that's, uh, that's, uh, that's mainly what I, what I focus on. Yeah, the great race, uh, again, started in, what, St. Augustine? And that's then right, St. Augustine, up Colorado? Colorado Springs, Colorado. It's a long way. And, and that was in an antique car. That's right. Uh, it, what, how old was that car? That's a 1953 Pontiac Chieftain is the one that we race. Wow, so that, that's, that's no a pretty old car. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so how, how did that run go? Because you guys did pretty good, we I did, We did really well. And um, uh, Jeremy Bird, our club president, can be with us this morning. Uh, he was one of our drivers. We had one of our former students uh, who is now an adult took off took off work uh, took off, took vacation from his real job and and helped drive and then we had three uh, three new student navigators and our student division that we compete in is the X Cup division and it's for student groups car clubs like us Boy Scout troops things like colleges things like that. Uh, and we came in third in our division, so uh, we did did very well so for did, our first time out. Did you ride a, a few miles in the 1953? No, no, I have an air conditioned 2021 <laughs> Dodge truck. I drive from from stop to stop. So, so you followed along behind. Right, that's right. I think that's where that, I would rather be. Well, I, I'm the night shift, so if something goes wrong, I'm I'm up all night working on it. So, <laughs> we're going to take a short break, and then when we come back, I understand we'll be joined by uh, one other person to talk about the Habitat for Humanity. Hammered Down for Habitat Poker Run that is again coming up on September 16th. Right now the time, 8.32. You're listening to WGNS. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas' Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. 
You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas's Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas's Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City. We need to be especially mindful to protect our pets from fleas and ticks. Here at Animal City, we carry a variety of products to keep your dog and cat safe. In addition to products that will directly protect your pet, we carry a variety of items to keep your home safe as well. Here at Animal City, we would like to thank Murfreesboro for letting us be your family-owned and operated pet store for 33 years. You can find us at Animal City at 919 Northwest Broad. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.34. Again, we're talking with folks from Habitat for Humanity and uh, Melissa Cross with us. And Melissa, I understand we also have a guest, Jenna Pitt. With Concordia Insurance. And a lot of people don't realize that it is a very good idea to have the right insurance for a collector car. Even if you just have an old car that's sitting in your, your garage or barn or whatever, you do need to insure that. So, so Jenna can help with that. Jenna, good morning. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. So I know we have a a lot of cars. Dean said uh, 60 plus cars are going to be at this Habitat for Humanity Poker Run. Uh, Insuring those cars, I guess, is an important aspect of it. Uh, Tell us about that real quick. Yes. So just like Melissa said, that it's important to understand you really need a special type of insurance policy for these special types of cars. Um, your regular car insurance, uh, assuming the fact that your car is depreciating, basically as soon as you drive it off the lot. But a collector insurance policy understands the fact that these special cars, they hold their value and oftentimes even appreciate over time. So it's going to pay you that true value of your car instead of you know, next to nothing if you've got a 50-year-old car, but it's depreciated. <laughs> so your 1969 Mustang Fastback that may be worth hundred grand, it would only be worth about, what, four grand with a regular insurance company if it's not insured properly? Oh, gosh, if you're lucky, if you're lucky. And I, I have heard terrible stories of people that just did not understand that fact, and then they, you know, had a major claim and were so sorely disappointed. So you really need to get with an insurance company that understands how the valuation of these policies work, or excuse me, these vehicles work, and are going to write a policy that's going to respond appropriately. Jenna, you are helping to uh, sponsor this event this year, so tell us a little bit more about your participation in it. Yes, so I am going to be hanging out with everybody at the end of the run. Everybody circles back around for um, like the party, I guess you would call it, Melissa. Yes, it's a party. Um, at, yeah, <laughs> so we get to we get to be a part of the party there at the end. Um, at Mayday Brewery and just kind of hang out and visit with folks and hear all about their adventures of the day and just, you know, kind of shake hands and, and meet everyone. 
Oh, good. And it's uh, Concordia Insurance. And how do people get a hold of you? So I'm Jenna. I'm one of the owners. I co-own it with my partner, Amanda. And you could find us on our website is ConcordiaInsuresTN.com. That's C-O-N-B-O-R-D-I-A InsuresTN.com. Or you could call us or even text us at 615-240-7300. Sounds good. And then uh, going back to Ken, Ken Shook with us this morning, uh, where do you sign up to be a part of the upcoming run and be a part of all the events? Yes. Yeah, so the easiest way is just to go to eventbrite, dot com and search hammer down in the upper left corner. And when you go there, you'll see an option to do individual for $35 or team for $140, which is honestly a steal because you're getting food, you're getting a medal, a performance tee, and um, a great time and a free band uh, at the end. So, And then yeah, uh, Melissa yeah. Cross, we're, we're about out of time. So kind of wrap it up by telling us once more how these funds are going to be used that are raised at the Poker Run. Right, so they will go into our affordable housing program, and we will build a house, and I'll let everybody know who's involved in the event when we're building that and for what family, and hopefully we can all come out and help her build also. Um, And I I just wanted to ask um, Dean very quickly, what are the cars that you think might be coming? We're we're going to bring our 53 Pontiac Chieftain and uh, there's another another group here in Rutherford County, the the Bugs are, I'm going to try to have their car there as well. Do do you know what the rarest car is going to be there yet? I don't have a clue. (laughs) I may have a collector car from the Lane Motor Museum. They won't know until next month, but um, they have some really wild cars at that museum. And if you ever get a chance to go to it in Nashville, it's a great place to to go. It's a huge place. I think it's in the old Sunbeam Bread Factory. Right, right. I mean, they even have airplanes and they have motorcycles and they have cars that are just strange one-offs you know like an air car and i don't know the wide variety the wide variety you know it's funny you'll have to come out and see yeah definitely yeah i remember when i was a kid uh, our school took a tour of the sunbeam bread factory and and then you know later of course turned into the lane motor museum well jeff lane bought it and he has a fantastic collection and again the habitat for humanity poker run is coming up and uh, melissa again the date and how to sign up it is september 16th i would love for people to buy tickets now because then i can know how many t-shirts to order and how many lunches to order um we generally have about 200 people there um so and and you can even get just a a general admission ticket for $15 just for the lunch and just to be there with the band um but yeah I'd love to have people do that go to Eventbrite and just put in hammer down and that will take you to the tickets sounds good and we'll post more information about it when we post this podcast in just a little while all you have to do is go to wgnsradio.com there you can see all the links and details time right now 840 melissa thank you for joining us thank you so much scott again 840 right now stay with us more news to come and also information on an upcoming event at the lane agro park and that is the peach cobbler festival which is this saturday Again, time 840 right now. We'll hear from Rutherford County Commissioner Craig Harris next.
The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. The GNS in our call stands for Good Neighbor Station. That's been our objective since 1947. WGNS, AM, FM, and online. The Commissioner Corner with Commissioner Craig Harris. Imagine a world where everything you say is judged by someone. Imagine living in a world where everything you say is gender neutral. Imagine a world where you're denied freedom of speech. Unfortunately, this has become a reality if we let political correctness get even worse. But what exactly is political correctness? Some people say that political correctness is being nice and treating others with respect. That this movement is essentially meant to acknowledge differences in race, age, religion, sex, appearance, and ability. But seriously, isn't that just manners? Political correctness has been undermining our everyday lives. It has affected our freedom of speech, common sense, and strong institutions such as our government and education. Political correctness is intended to silence our free speech. It has been infiltrating our community over many years and is often difficult to distinguish what damage it has caused. There are many examples of political correctness going to extremes. To list a few examples, such as Santa being banned for saying ho, 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 as it could offend to women, replacing brainstorming to thought showers as it could offend people with epilepsy, changing the term Easter eggs to spring spears in case it offended anyone who didn't celebrate Easter, and finally not being able to put the words reliable or hardworking in a job description as it could be offensive to unreliable and lazy people. Are you serious? And the list goes on and on. Political correctness dictates everything we say based on the offensiveness of the word or phrase. Straight away, this poses a problem. Who gets the massive power deciding what we say is offensive? Is it feeling offended in the hands of the receiver? After all, words are just words, and it is the receiver's choice to either ignore, respond, or react to the comment. We are all in control of our emotions, and we shouldn't blame someone else to how we feel. It is our responsibility to keep our state of consciousness in check. Though we do need to take care of what we say and who we say it to, political correctness has taken it to another level. Modern political correctness has affected our everyday lives. In today's world, middle-class values are incorrect, according to the PC movement. So are we saying that we shouldn't tell children that taking drugs and skipping school is bad? Furthermore, it is starting to affect our educational systems. Primary schools aren't allowed to say Christmas and Easter, and kindergartens are changing traditional nursery rhymes such as Baba Black Sheep to politically correct versions such as Baba Rainbow Sheep. Are you serious? Political correctness has gone too far and affected our everyday lives. Our freedom of speech and education systems are all under the wrath of the PC Brigade. The values that have built up our culture are being neglected and forgotten all because of political correctness. It is our responsibility as Americans to stand up against this idiotic movement and the idiots behind it. I'm sorry, is that politically correct? This is Craig Harris, and this is the Commissioner Corner. 
for the Commissioner Coroner. That was County Commissioner Craig Harris. The views of Rutherford County Commissioner Craig Harris are just that, his views. They're not necessarily the views of this radio station, website, or our advertisers. Feel free to send your thoughts and ideas to Commissioner Harris by emailing him at ccotinc at comcast.net. That's ccotinc at comcast.net. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Right now that time, 8.45, and you're listening to WGNS, and we are now joined in studio by Brianna Hell with Brianna Victory Events, and she's going to talk about an event coming up this Saturday. It's the second annual Peach Cobbler Festival, so Brianna, tell us more about it. So this Saturday, we're having our second annual Peach Cobbler Festival. The first 200 adults will get a free goodie bag. The event is free parking and free admission. So what made you want to start the Peach Cobbler Festival? Well, I just, I really like doing events and everything and food, obviously. Who who doesn't (laughs) like Peach Cobbler? So I just created the Peach Cobbler Festival for everybody to come out and enjoy. You know, I think in the South, peaches are something that, I don't know, everybody looks forward to whenever their season rolls around. I mean, even even Chick-fil-A has peach milkshakes. So what what is it, I, I guess, <laughs> when did you first start the idea of having this festival? Last year started our first one. We had it last August, and so we are continuing to do it every year now. So the Peach Cobbler Contest that's a part of this event, how do you pick the judges, or how many judges are there to decide what Peach Cobbler is the best? So the public is actually going to be judging the peach cobbler. They get to come and bring $5. They'll get a wristband and get to vote for their favorite one. It begins at 9 a.m. until we run out. Do, do the judges ever taste one of the peach cobblers and they're just like, whoa, this is really bad? Or, or of course, the opposite, this is really good? I, I mean, I, I don't. The public. <laughs> probably. It's probably, <laughs> probably one out there. The public is the ones that's going to be doing it. We're not going to have actual like judges. Like I have voting sheets so that whenever people get there, they'll get a wristband and then they'll get their voting sheet and they'll get to go and get one from every person and then they'll get to vote for their favorite ones. So are they voting whenever, you know, folks start doing the taste testing, which is what, at 11? No, it begins at 9 a.m. Oh, so the tasting begins at 9 when it opens. Okay. Yes, it does. And that's all at the Lane Agro Park here in Murfreesboro. Again, John R. Rice Boulevard. Are there any peach cobbler recipes that people use that involve, you know, strange items like jalapenos in there? Anything different? No, sir. I do not believe they do that. (laughs) (laughs) That that wouldn't be very good, I don't think. Are, Are there some, I don't know. I can't picture a lot of varieties with peach cobbler. So are there things that make peach cobbler different from one to the other? Well, people use recipes from that's been passed down from their families. And then I guess you have a difference of canned peaches versus fresh peaches. Probably. So how, how do people enter and is it too late to enter their peach cobbler? Yes, we're full on the contestants for this year. So it's just we have 11 right now. So once you come in, you'll get the five. If you pay the $5, you'll get a wristband and you'll get 11 different 
peach cobblers to try. Hey, are there enough peach cobblers for everybody who comes in? Well, once we run out at the cobbler contest area, there'll be more available. So we'll have peach cobbler all day from food trucks. And then we'll have vendors set up with peach cobbler that's for sale. So, I mean, we'll run out at the contest, but we're not going to run out at the event. We'll have it with food trucks and everything. And then you have uh, handmade crafts that are going to be set up. I guess people having booths and then pony rides and what else? So we've got food trucks. We've got 100 vendors, train rides, pony rides. We have a free petting zoo that is coming that's sponsored by Learning Zone in Murfreesboro. And we'll have kangaroos, camels, llamas lemurs and more animals for people to come out and see and that petting zoo will be free to the public you know it's not every day you see kangaroo in murfreesboro exactly so (laughs) so five dollars and the kids get to see that too right well you don't have to pay five dollars for the petting zoo the five dollars is just for the peach cobbler contest okay and and again how many people do you expect to be there as far as the crowd goes well so far we have a public event page on facebook and there is over 9,000 people that are interested in coming. So hopefully it's a good crowd. That's a lot of a lot of people. I hope you have enough peach cobbler. I mean, because you said after the actual tasting test is over and all that, and after all the contestants, peach cobbler is gone. You've got a, another, what, stash of peach cobbler made by the food truck vendors? Yes, sir. Okay. And then this uh, cost to get in, is it $5 for each person that comes, or is it just for, like you said, the, the tasting of the peach cobbler? So the entire event is free, free admission to get in. But the $5 is only for the peach cobbler, like for the peach cobbler contest for you to come and get all the peach cobbler for the public. So if if you want to come to the event, you don't want to do the contest, like trial the peach cobblers and vote for your favorite. You don't have to do that. You can come and shop around and hang out and listen to free live music. So the $5 is just for the peach cobbler contest part. And again, the Lane Agri Park is at 315 John R. Rice Boulevard. And uh, like you said earlier, you held this event last year. This is the second annual Peach Cobbler Festival. About how many people did you see last year at the event? I would say last year there was anywhere from 1,000 to 2,000 people. So this year we have more things going on for everybody and it's going to be bigger than it was last year. Is it all outdoors or is it in their covered pavilion? So we have two buildings and an outdoor area. Okay. And uh, the pony rides, that's part of the petting zoo. And is there a charge for that? I do believe there is a charge for the pony rides, but the the actual petting zoo is free. Okay. And this is uh, all coming up again this Saturday. And it's too late for contestants to enter or potential contestants off to wait i guess till next year yes sir we're full this year but we also have um live music featuring devin williams and then we have free entertainment with buttons and he'll be juggling fire and eating fire and he has four show times I think I'd rather eat the peach cobbler than the fire. (laughs) Yes, don't try that at home. (laughs) Again, Brianna Hell with us this morning. And if you want to learn more details about the Peach Cobbler Festival, where where can you go? We have a public event page on Facebook. And 
all you have to do is type in second annual peach cobbler festival and you'll see all the information and details and it starts at nine o'clock this saturday morning goes on till four o'clock and uh, like you were saying again you're going to have lots of extra peach cobbler if people don't get the chance to take you know test uh, the homemade peach cobbler that's entered in the contest yes we will have lots of peach cobbler and what kind of crafts do you expect to see there this year so there is something for everybody we have anywhere from home decor to flower arrangements to boutique clothing we have people that make tumblers um Sounds like there's going to be tons yeah. of stuff there. There's something for everybody. We've got stuff for men, too. It's not just mainly women. Like, we have, I think some vendors do, like, wood and, um, like... Stuff made out of wood. Yeah, they have a bunch. So, there's something for everybody. Well, it, it sounds like a good event. And, again, this is the second year for it. And you can learn more on Facebook just by typing in the second annual Peach Cobbler Festival. And uh, as we close this morning, do we leave off anything? No. Um, if they just get on Facebook and follow Brianna Victory Events, we will have more future dates coming soon. Oh, so there's going to be, I mean, this is going to be a tradition, I guess, that carries on for year after year, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so uh, again, if anybody would like to learn more, just go to Facebook and you just type in Second Annual Peach Cobbler Festival and should pull it up. And can they contact you through that as well? Yes, sir. My phone number and my email is posted everywhere. Okay, so there you can reach out to Brianna and ask any questions or uh, whatever you need, I guess. Well, thank you for joining us this morning, and uh, let us know how it goes. All right. Thank you. Right now that time, 8.55, we have local news coming your way in just a minute. You're listening to WGNS. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSradio.com. Hi, this is Gator with Tire World Off-Road. We're your local rough country dealer. So when you're ready to add some character to your rig, ask for Gator at Tire World Off-Road on Memorial Boulevard. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Online at tireworld.us. This is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers. We invite you to stop by and see all the new items that we have in for upcoming anniversaries, birthdays, graduations, even retirement gifts. We can personalize your gift with special engravings. This is Lisa Halliburton inviting you to come join our family at Bell Jewelers, 821 Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots Restaurant. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. 